Hugh Freeze is bringing another first to the Auburn Tigers. We tell you what that is on today's Locked on Auburn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us as he does every Tuesday for a little Charlie Tuesday action, Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five, and we'll talk a little March Madness coming up. We'll talk a little quarterback drama coming up, but let's start things off with another first, Charlie Five, that Hugh Freeze is bringing to this program. And we've talked about it in different angles before, but just the importance of recruiting that we're seeing, but the role, like obviously he's the head coach and everything that all the wins should go to him. All the losses should go to him, but we've never seen a head coach at Auburn head up and be like the recruiting guy on staff. It's always been assistants or coordinators. It's all Hugh freeze. Oh, no doubt. Like you 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 got your guy like Zach Etheridge, who's who's got the title of recruiting yeah. coordinator. Right. But make no bones about it. Early on, so far, Hugh Freeze is the lead dog when it comes when it comes to recruiting. He's got his coaches like he likes it. He's got, you know, Philip Montgomery on offense, even though one he's else. still, you know, he's one else. He still wants to be involved a little bit in offense. He's got Roberts on defense. Uh this guy is absolutely going nuts in recruiting. Like he, it's all he, it's all he does. It's all he does. Another a cool thing, like he has. I don't know if he has a very good assistant. I don't know if he has a very good like off-field staff that's like keeps him to the minute on like when dead periods in, when quiet periods open up, when he can do this, when he can do yeah. that. Because when those things go go down, like when a restriction lifts that he can call somebody. He's got it lined up. Boom. I've called him. I've set up Zoom calls. I, I like it's just so on top of the, he's just so on top of everything. Yeah. And and kids are already saying stuff. Like there's a there's a linebacker recently. You know, his his pitch, I'm taking over this kid's recruiting, basically. Hugh Freeze, I'm taking over this kid's recruiting. And yeah, Col- you, Cole Payton wrote about this kid, yeah. D'Angelo Barber. I think he goes by DJ, but four star linebacker from Chalkville High. And here's the quote that Cole got from him. Um, just always talk. He said, he always tells me when he gets me on the phone that I won't talk to another SEC head coach more than him. Yeah, there you go. It's just alpha and, type stuff, man. And I don't, and there's no, I have no doubt that that statement's true. There, I have no doubt whatsoever that statement's true. Like you could, if, if you're questioning like, oh yeah, what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? I mean, just go down the line, like go down the line. Gus had always would have a guy. Like Gus would always have a guy, and Gus recruited, but it was never to this level of intensity. Yeah, it seemed like Gus would talk to quarterbacks, and then he would be brought in to kind of be the big guns. Like, hey, we really need to focus on this guy. Yeah, but he was never like the first guy in, which I think is going to be more normal to most programs. Like the head coach is going to be doing more CEO stuff, and that's kind of what we heard from Malzahn like every other year, right? It was right. He'd be like, I'm taking more of the CEO role. We'd all be like, yes, awesome. Other guys or other coaches are going to be able involved, yada, 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 which is fine. I mean, I think different programs can succeed in different ways. 
And then, like, I guess the other argument to that would be like, well, Chiswick, you know, during Chiswick's short stint here, like he the recruited. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that remarkable class. But I think the biggest argument to that is like, well, Trooper Taylor was a really, really big part of that. Trooper, Looper, and then Tommy Figpin, like those three guys. <laughs> that, Good point. That were, those were the faces of that recruiting department. You know what I mean? Like, they were the guys. Yeah. And I think with this staff, I mean, Tuberville, you know, whatever with Tuberville, but, um, you know, he just didn't. It just what recruiting hadn't gotten to what it's become yet uh, under under Tuberville. But I mean, that is this is Hugh Freeze. When you think Auburn and when you think recruiting right now, mm-hmm. your first person that pops your name pops uh, into your head is Hugh Freeze. And uh, I mean, it's so much because especially coming from a uh, being a recruiting guy, like I've already talked about it. How I would simulate the seasons just so I could recruit, like on NCAA, like recruiting. Yeah, no, is just, you're you're having a blast. You're having yeah, a blast. It's, it's as it's somebody so who's like been very casual recruiting. Like I cover it the time of years that it's important, and then when a kid commits, you know, I'll be all over it. But I didn't know like what elite effort in recruiting. I'm not gonna say elite recruiting because he hasn't done it yet. I mean, so far it looks pretty good, but the effort. I didn't know what elite yes. effort in recruiting looked like. Yes. You know what? It, like, is, is that a weird thing to say to you where I'm coming from? Like, it just no, it totally. looks different than anything we've seen before. No. It, well, it, it, to me, it reinforces the thoughts that I had about the lack of effort from the last, <laughs> from the last staff to this one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I got, I caught myself like questioning myself. Like, am I just, I mean, is, am I crazy? Like, is, am I just, do, do uh, am I expecting too much or is this, is this, you know, you know, not sending coaches out on on Friday, like all the coaches out on Friday nights is is that just? I mean, is that normal? You know, and, and what is that going to look like? Yeah, what is that going to look mean, like? It's probably going to be a ghost town in Auburn. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think they're just going to be burning up the. It's like if you're road. employed by the athletics department, if you were not at a high school game, like, <laughs> yeah, you're fired. How you're many? Le- how many can go legally? <laughs> That's the question. How That's many right. can go legally? Because that will be, and maybe more. We'll go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so, wild. So, uh, I mean, and then you see the way the, the effort and the things that he's putting into it. And then the guys that have already visited so far in spring, like we've only had three practices, you know, like mm-hmm. the top high level recruits that have already been here. And then who's scheduled already. It's like, it's like boom, boom, boom. He's got them scheduled day by day by day. And then on top of that, the ones that can't come, he's got them zooming in, watching practice and he's interacting with them. While we're having a practice, like it's in, it's in, it's crazy, like that's like I, hey hey so and so watch what we're doing. This is what we're doing right here. We're doing this drill for this, and this is who who's leading this drill. I mean, he's talking to high school kids as he's having practice, and that's why you know I think the reason he feels comfortable can he can do that is because of who he has at you know at the heads of both sides of the ball. So that yeah. could be. That could be a uh, a sort of like a diagram of how we see this whole tenure go. Like, yeah, Philip have- Montgomery is more of an OC than I thought he would be. I thought whoever, yep. and I think we probably talked about this before he was hired. I thought whoever Hugh would bring in to be OC would be like a glorified quarterbacks coach. That's not it. That's not it. Like Philip Montgomery with one L can't stress that enough is, is the OC. And Hugh Freeze is is the head coach, and they're both going to be involved. But he's going to be involved on in the defensive side of the ball with with what Roberts is doing as well. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to ask this question, Charlie Five, yeah. and, and if you think I'm barking up a tree that doesn't need to be barked up, you know, call me out on it. But do you think this is going to be how it always is under Hugh Freeze? Or do you think he's just like 
I've really got to fix this roster in two years or I'm out of here. Well, um, that's a good question. I, I, I would like or to both. think. I guess it could in theory be both of those things. I, I think that, yeah, it is. I think it is both. But yeah. I do think that I think that and he said himself that the 24 and 25 class will determine our future. So, right. like, you got sense of urgency there. And then in just in general, though, I think he just gets it. Like that you can't – Auburn can sell itself to an extent, but you got to push the kid over the limit. Like you got to get – I think we learned over the last two years Auburn can't always sell itself. Well, I mean, we still – I mean, it, it can to an extent, but I'm saying like sure. you're still not going to go land a top ten class just based off of Auburn being Auburn, off of Tumor's Lemonade and rolling Tumor's Corner and, you know, Mama Goldberg's, okay? Like that's not going to always get it. This, I mean, the stuff that he's doing right now, you may have to do this more, uh, you know, to compete with the Georgias and the Alabamas and, and you know, the big guys at yeah. Auburn uh, to make it work. But uh, – and then when you get them here and they they enjoy Auburn and then you got Hugh on top of that who continues to just pound them and right. and, and recruit them hard, like it's, it's going to be – I mean, I'm going to be – I promise you I'll be totally shocked if we're not a top ten class. Like – it would almost be disappointing. It would be which is it, weird. It, uh, weird it, it, say, it would be. Uh, it would almost be disappointing if we weren't. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. Speaking of recruiting and talent acquisition, is Auburn's quarterback for 2023 currently on the roster? Let's touch on that in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show, Charlie Five, brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is a delicious treat that does not include all the fat in calories. Can you imagine eating a built bar and there being a lot of calories in it? Charlie five. It would probably taste amazing, but no, I cannot imagine. Well, it already tastes amazing yeah, without the calories, <laughs> without the sugar, just a lot of protein and what makes Pack built it. bars so good. Well, they're covered 100% in chocolate Ooh. and the read, the read right here says real chocolate. Real, it's not, not fake, fake chocolate, Charlie Five. It's real chocolate. Get that fake get on these here. built bars. And you're probably thinking, well, man, I got to go to built.com and it's super convenient, but I still got to wait like two days before they get here. You're probably thinking that, right? I would be. While that is but true, but you can also go to Walmart <laughs> or Sam's Club. Oh, yeah. okay. Go to the club that Sam's owns and you can buy built bars there too. Pay the cover. So, Get some bill bars. Kind of. Yeah. There's kind of some truth to that. Walmart, no. No cover to get into Walmart. So be sure to check out Built Bar at built.com or at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Charlie Five, everybody's favorite topic is Auburn's quarterback in 2023, currently on the roster. Robbie Ashford, TJ Finley, Holden Gurner. Our guy saw your pate slinging it out there. And of course, baby goat Hank Brown will come on campus in the summer, but not going through spring practice. Uh, hearing hearing things kind of all over the place about these quarterbacks, yeah. a lot of it's not good. Let's just be very clear. Like, a lot of it isn't good. Uh, but then but then you'll hear, like, a play uh, that Robbie made. I've really only heard good things about Robbie, if I'm being honest with you. So, I don't think Auburn starter in 2023 is currently on the roster. That's where I'm sitting at right now. Uh, I don't think that... I think that they hope. I, I don't think that they want one of these guys. I, I, that's not that's not the right way to say it. I, I think that the the quarterbacks on the roster are further behind 
than they anticipated. Yikes. So, so uh, which you know that that has to give you a, a a little bit of pause and a little bit of worry. Uh, so I don't think you can go into spring and not bring in a quarterback at this point in time, and and not just anyone like one that you think's gonna like you think's gonna start. So I agree. I don't know that. Uh, I, I think Robbie's 50-50. I, can you bring in somebody that's going to be able to beat Robbie out? Um, I think and, it's going to come down to Robbie and transfer quarterback. Oh, yeah. I, the, dude, the more time that goes by and the more I think about it and the more I talk to people, Charlie Five, we all kind of assume TJ's leaving, right? Like, I don't think that would right. shock anyone. No. But the more I think about it, the more I think it's a real possibility that Holden Gurner leaves. I don't want him to. No. But I don't know, like, I don't know what his path and, and some of this may depend on what quarterback Auburn adds in May, right? If it's a one year guy, you know, maybe it changes things. But I, I just, his path to playing time is getting tougher and tougher for me. Who you're paired with in practice means a ton. Okay. And uh, everybody got fired up uh, holding through a really pretty pass and like a, highlight video or something like that for Auburn football on the Twitter on Twitter or whatever. But it was to a walk on. Like mm. he's always he's always taking snaps from. He's always throwing to um either guys at the bottom of the depth chart or or walk ons. And it's like if this is well, like and we've already talked about this. We said that this was his spring. If it's not there right, if it's there right now, like there's no way he's mm. going to be ready to start. There's no way he's going to be the starter or he's ready to start. So then TJ's gone. You got Rob. Uh, TJ's probably gone. You got Robbie. I, I just think you have, you have, it's, it's, it's part of the plan right now to go find a starter in the portal. I, I, I think that is, that is one. Yeah. I think regardless of how the, and I think the quarterbacks could turn it around and have a great spring. And I hope that they do, yeah. but I don't think that changes the plan of they're still going to go to try to find somebody better than them. Oh, you got to, you got to. And I think, I think that maybe there was a, you know, Hugh said some things like, we'll see where we are after spring. Mm -hmm. I think that they, they've seen pretty early where they are and it's, it's no doubt where, where they have to go, where they have to go from here. Yeah. For the it's folks been, that are like, well, like, it's so early. The folks that are like, yeah. it's so early in spring. There's so much time left. I'm with you. I get it. But at some point, one of these quarterbacks has to, you know, turn the corner. And it's yeah. not really happening yet. No. I mean, it's been unanimous. Like, there's there's just not – I haven't seen any, like, source, any – beat rider, any site where it's been like so-and-so had a standout. I mean, I know there's only been three practices, but so-and-so stood out today at practice. There hasn't been one. There hasn't been – every one of them has been, oh, the quarterback struggled, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, it, it seems like it's all accuracy. And I talked about this a little bit yesterday, Charlie Five with Lindsey, about like Robbie, like just the nature of being a dual-threat quarterback, like the – the limitations of practice probably don't help you because like yeah. you can't extend the play and you know, they're he's probably dynamic. not full speed and all that. He, yeah. I mean, that's where he's going to be better than everyone else. Like, so I, I don't want to take that away from him, but I think to be a Hugh freeze quarterback and I mean, Hugh freeze's messaging has been really, really consistent. Like you're going to be good to play quarterback for me to be one of my quarterbacks. Like you're going to have to, you know, there's a, there's a checklist that you're going to have to just rock 
And I just don't get the impression that he's done that yet. I hope I'm wrong, or I hope that it changes pace. But I, I just I have a tough time seeing it right Here's now. Here's a quick, quick little point. Okay. We the the for those that were that for the people that are sort of that were behind the quarterbacks, like, hey, we're we're gonna back mm-hmm. these quarterbacks. It was all about, hey, they can perform better under a, a, behind a better offensive line. Okay, would you say that's pretty much a vast majority of the people that were not just like, oh, they're all terrible, get them off. They're like, let's let's wait till we see them behind a good offensive line. Yeah, would you totally. say there's okay? Sure. And then the first practice we hear that the offensive line set the tone of the practice, right? The very first practice, okay. But we're still not getting any. It's still the same old, same old stuff from the quarterbacks. So it's. The mm-hmm. offensive line is clearly better to the tune of, hey, they've got the defensive line on notice. Like, hey, we can't just, you know, lay lean on these guys and it's game over like it was last year. Like, right. they're setting the tone, but yet we're still having issues at quarterback. And that, I mean, to me, that sort of speaks volumes. Um, I expected whenever I heard offensive line <laughs> setting the tone that we were going to hear all these great stories about, you know, Robbie throwing dimes. The, the field opening up, the the giving giving them time to process things. Right. Um, and we're not hearing any of that. We're not hearing any of that so far. So um I think that's a that's a key that, uh, you know as well that hey we we probably we do have a pretty talented offensive line right now. Um this puts some folks on notice, but yet we're still not being we're still not able to do the the easy thing. We still make offense hard from the quarterback position. Yeah. All right. It's March. Let's talk a little tournament hoops action as the Tigers uh, punch an exclamation mark at the end of the season to secure their ticket to the big dance. But first things first, they take on Arkansas up in Nashville later this week. Charlie Five, let's discuss that in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. But today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. And when you look at their odds at FanDuel, to win the SEC tournament. I had it right here. It went away from me. Here it is. SEC tournament winner. Alabama leading the way at plus 165. Tennessee at plus 340. Kentucky at plus 470. AM plus 650. Then there's a pretty big drop. Arkansas at plus 1300. Then Auburn at plus 1600. So if you think the Tigers can go on a little bit of a run and you, you call your that? shot, that would be uh, that'd be a pretty nice payout. And the cool thing about FanDuel is if you're a new customer, you get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. So that's bonus bets if that first bet doesn't hit. So there's really no reason oh, wow. no, not to uh, not to try it. Charlie no risk. No, no risk. risk. No risk at all. So uh, head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on and learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, NFL, and the Locked On Podcast Network. Auburn taking on Arkansas. What is your confidence level going into the SEC tournament? Okay, so I saw a stat that I, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, since the the road uh, Tennessee game, since we played you Tennessee on the road, yeah, we are leading the conference in three point percentage, thirty nine percent from three. So that's the last what five or six games or so. So uh, we're starting to hit shots. I, 
even though the win-loss record doesn't quite show it, we are peaking right now. We have been playing some really good basketball. Sands the Kentucky game. Like that well, was so. Bad, that I, I, yeah, I went on the radio in Mobile yesterday, and they were yeah. like, "Okay, you know, there's a story that line that like Auburn's peaking, but like they've only won one game." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's when you look at the stats and look at like the effort and the coaching job of like what this team did in Tuscaloosa." Like if you do that against any other team in college basketball on a neutral side, like if you play like that every game, you're a Sweet 16 team, right? Right. I mean, I mean, you're right. We're playing a lot of road games. We're playing road games in hostile environments, like, and and we're playing good. Like it took a buzzer beater to beat us at Vandy, who ended up being who beat Kentucky, who ended up being a really good, you know, a really good team down the stretch. I mean, right. Uh, the uh, coach was co off co coach of the year or something like that. So um I mean they're 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 playing good basketball. You you're you're going on the road. Now we're we're shooting well. That that's to me that we're shooting well on the road and at home. Okay. So and we're you know we have a very good uh we have a very good neutral site record this year. I love it. Three and now, one Arkansas, all right. three or four and one. I love the Arkansas matchup. Um you know you 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 think about you know, hey, we beat we beat them already. They do have their what should be their best player back in Nick Smith, mm-hmm. who we did not play against him, who we really wanted to be at Auburn uh, this year. So that ten spot is that ten seven. Um, there, there, that's kind of a deceiving uh, ten seed because I think I read where they were uh, out of like the last fifteen years of ten seeds in the SEC. Their Ken Palm ranking is nineteenth. And like normally, it's in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah, Josh so, put that out on Twitter. Yeah, so that yeah, so that that's that's kind of cra- that's kind of crazy uh, right there. But but again, just go in, continue to shoot like you're shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I mean, I think Auburn's a dangerous team. I don't think anybody in March that looks up across that bracket and sees that Auburn's on that top or bottom line and they got to play him is going to be excited about it. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to, we're, we're sort of a team with nothing to lose uh, the, the, over the next, you know, three or four weeks. So I love March basketball. I love that. Um, I, I told, I was talking to some folks, I, you know, roster management aside of every year that Bruce has been here, I think this was his best coaching job. I think it's the yeah. team with the most weaknesses, and he still won twenty games and won ten games in the SEC. Like people discussing how this is a bad year for Auburn basketball. It's like we we don't have many twin win, tw- twenty win seasons under our belt. No, so the fact all that, time I think yeah, the fact that you can um, the fact that you can win twenty games in a quote unquote bad season. Yeah, wow. I mean, I mean that's that's some powerful stuff. Yeah, and I and the way I look, I'm 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 all. It's almost like a double-edged sword too uh, with the SEC tournament because right. we could play ourselves into an eight or nine seed, and then it's like, do we want to be an eight or nine? <laughs> do we want to be an eight or nine seed, or do we want to be a ten seed? Um, I kind of I, I don't think what we do this week impacts that much, unless we win. No, I mean we always like we always kind of talk about you know. Okay, well, if Auburn goes on a run, they can do this. Or if we lose too early, it's going to impact. And it's like we're always kind of seated where we think we're going to be, regardless of yeah. if we almost went there, if we win the tournament like we did in 19, 
or even last year there was talks of like if we you know we could lose our two seed if we lost early and we did lose early like it never really seems to impact anything yeah i just i mean when you're all i i don't know i just don't i I would much rather be a 10 seed than like an eight or nine seed i think just because why, that why you, is that because you're guaranteed to play the one in the second in the second round oh i got you so if you're a 10 you're a, you're essentially the uh what is it? Ten is it? Ten seven matchup. You're the you're the seven seed essentially. If you win that one, so you're going to play the two seed. Or if you're an eleven, you're going to play the six. You're going to play um, six, and then you're going to play the three seed after that. Go to the Sweet Sixteen. So ten seed. I, there's not. There's honestly. I mean, I, you're going to laugh. There's honestly only about I don't know four or five teams that I just feel like there's no chance that we have the. Be, wow. If that many, if if that many, I think we you're got booking. a chance. You're booging about. I'm booging right now. now. I'm booging. I, right. I feel like we scored 80 points on the number one defense in the SEC, like mm-hmm. at will. Um, mm-hmm. The I saw some crazy. Maybe it was y'all were talking about some crazy offensive efficiency stat uh, in the second half, where it's like we averaged over a point per possession, or or scored on 60 or 70. Six, it, was six, of our, it was 69 point like four or whatever. Yeah. I mean that's that's pretty incredible. Nice. That's yeah. incredible for a team that's not really we haven't really felt like it's a very offensive, like super offensive minded team. But that they're turning on at the right time. I'm telling you, Bruce in March is going to be scary. It's another birthday he's got to spend in the tournament. So let's go, let's go, let's go. Charlie Five, how can people uh, listen to you? Love you, think of come, you. Absolutely, come bug with Be me ya. on Twitter. You can bug with me bug on Twitter. You. The underscore Charlie underscore five getting the locked on Auburn discord every single day. Uh, Auburn uh, live.com, the corner message board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the dad bod golf pod. Yeah, and, and the locked on Auburn discord, uh, join it, it's free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Find all my written work at auburndaily.com. We will see you tomorrow. This has been locked on Auburn.